You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 93, America on Wheels Museum. The Cars of Carlisle team heads back to Allentown. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, run along to Allentown, Pennsylvania for Cars of Carlisle's second trip to visit our extended family at the American Wheels Museum. We were welcomed back to explore their tremendous facility, including the Ford Thunderbird exhibit. If you've not had a chance to visit American Wheels, be sure to take the whole family as their museum prides itself on creating highly interactive, hands-on displays that engage and teach kids from ages 3 to 103. Listen in as Scott, Sam, Lou, and Darren reflect on their Saturday afternoon at the AOW Museum. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, viewers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and from Studio A, I say good evening, good day. I hope everything's going great for you this week. So glad you've joined us on this brief road trip each and every week. So good to have you on board. So, Scott, you know it. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Thank you, sir. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. I signed up for it already. I know you did. Thank you. You're good. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash cars of Carlisle and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs and you can download a title for free and get started listening right away. It's fact, great. It works so well. We are heading to Allentown, Pennsylvania this weekend. We're going to visit our friends at America on Wheels and what a perfect time we might be able to get a, a start on a new book. So that's a great way to do that. So really, you have so much to look, you know, you can look through, browse, Everything from audiobooks, these original audio shows, news, comedy, uh, leading publishers and broadcasters, entertainers, they all have things out there. So definitely check it out. And they also have already sent, like I've gotten a couple of emails already where uh, if I download two, I get one free. So there's all sorts mm. of deals within it whenever you, once you join, some of the perks of membership are such things. So check it out. That's good. Well, so just a reminder, you can find that, that opportunity through your friends here at Carson Carlisle at audibletrial.com forward slash cars of Carlisle. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash cars of Carlisle for your free audiobook. It's perfect. Check it out. Yeah. Hello, Cubers. Darren here, and I am in the executive director's office at Linda Merkel. Thank you for having us this afternoon here at America on Wheels. Great. Thank you. Thank you for visiting. We had a great time actually walking around with Charlotte and Dick. They were very, very helpful and enjoyed our time with them. But Tell us a little bit about what's the excitement, what's happening. I know you're having caterer come here. We only have a few minutes, and there's just (laughs) a lot happening this Saturday. Well, we have a big facility rental uh, here at the museum tonight, Mm -hmm. so that keeps us hopping as well. Um, The museum has been real busy. We're changing our exhibits still every six months. Uh, Thunderbirds are here now. In April, we'll be moving in Hudson's, so there's always something new to see. But the real good news is that we have a neighbor directly across the street from America on Wheels, and they are called the RB Collection. So we 
we waited for them for a pretty long time, mm-hmm. and they're here, and they officially opened their doors. And what the what's so nice about them is that they have a restoration center. So we have now combined our tours. So two days a week on Wednesdays and Fridays, we we have assigned tours at one o'clock. They can go over and actually see the restoration mm. of a classic car. So it's most exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we just started. We have already processed about 375 people just in a few weeks Mm -hmm. uh, because of that combined tour. But the exciting news, too, about it is that we just heard from uh, the Cadillac Club, the Corvette Club, Jaguar Club was just here, and now the clubs are coming, and they're they're touring America on Wheels Museum and then our partner across the street. So we're pretty excited, and it's pretty cool. That's excellent. I know when we were last here in February, that was just on the horizon and now it's so great to know that it's just all as you said everything's enacted it's it's beautiful inside uh, they have a showroom too so there's always about maybe 14 uh classic cars on display as well okay and charlotte was telling us a little about the the volvo that was being restored right now and i guess that's right the, the, the standard thousand hours and then you figure they might have it another three years and, and just what an extensive a very good point yeah. that, but yes it, it takes a while mm-hmm. you know it, t- it takes a while but you know, good things happen when you work hard. Sure. Well, that's it. And I know when we were here last winter, uh, we talked about some of the things. But maybe, again, if you want to plug about just the membership, the fact mm. that you have free visits for a year, just those types of things, just so people are aware. Because I know that there are folks that are in the Allentown area, Quakertown, et cetera, that may not know a lot about okay. America on Wheels. And, yeah. Just want to bring people in through your doors. Right. Well, we, you know, the museum is all about cars, trucks, motorcycles, and bikes. It truly tells a story from the minute you walk in. It's an adventure. Mm-hmm. So if you like an adventure, you should become a member. Mm-hmm. And our members, membership starts from $35 to $200. So it depends on what you're looking for. But um, you're but free all levels. year. I mean, what, would they, what does that afford? Well, well, $35 gets two people in, okay. four people for the next I level, see. and okay. vice versa. So okay. the more that you want, or if you want a discount to any of our events or gotcha. this and that you um, the $50 membership is most uh, popular okay. and it works out really well but you come in free all year sure. and with our changing exhibits and the amount of events that we have here there is always something going on well, I know around Christmas time you, oh, and then you have the wonderful. Lego display and the yeah, train display the holiday trains was mm-hmm. a big kudos we had a little over 3,500 kids oh, that my. got to experience the holiday trains free thanks to some wonderful mm-hmm. supporters that I have and then the summer day camps and uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, program. this year, the summer day camp will also include the RV collection uh, okay. next door. Um, we have a lot that want to come back, and they want to take a Model T apart and put it back together <laughs> wow. in a week. Wow. So, that is... Uh, I know, but that's one of the easier standard. cars to work on. Sure. But, but it's funny, but we're getting these little engine lovers here, mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about, because the museums are for lifelong learners. That's right. Yeah. And you really have done... I said this last uh, February, but do an excellent job of covering age three through 103 and that's right, not right. easy to do so. well we have our new kids garage that's uh, mm-hmm. open and that's a six-foot fabricated car but they can change the tires check the muffler the oil and now our children's birthday parties have truly increased because of that well Linda I know you've, we've become friends and, and through Thank cars you, yes. if I remember you were an educator right yeah so yes. that that really allows you to take some of that foundational part mm-hmm. And, and apply it to what you do now. That's right. So, Good memory. Yeah, I, I do recall that. So. It's, it's exciting because museums are an educational institution. Sure. So it, it's just a good piece of the puzzle. Well, get us excited about Hudson Display. What's... Well, I can't tell you everything. Uh, but well, we, I know. <laughs> we have about 12... Um, 
beautiful Hudsons that are coming in. And I'm happy to say that it is the collection from Dr. Blake. Mm -hmm. And um, he is uh, just very, very good to the museum. And we appreciate the fact that he's going to share those treasures with us. Yes. But you got to come and see them because one is more <laughs> stunning than the other. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Any other things that you want to share with us? I'll give you the, the final word. Well, you know, just keep visiting our website, mm -hmm. you know, americanwheels.org, because we are always updating it, putting new information on it. And if you haven't come to visit us, visit us. Okay. There is definitely something for everyone. Outstanding. Well, Linda, as always, thank you very much. Good. Thank Hope you. Hope we get, uh, get give you a chance to get on with your busy day, but yeah. you always uh, open and the door And you come back again. We love of you. Of course <laughs> I will. Love you, thank too. Thank you. Thank you. This week, we head back to Allentown, and if you recall, uh, we were there, uh, Scott and I were there back last winter at the Marathon Wheels, and it's so good to have our friends and, and uh, extended family have us back. We all uh, headed up to Allentown, met there, and uh, with that, we had a chance to spend a better part of a Saturday afternoon exploring and running around the museum and having fun, as well as to see the Thunderbird display and to talk to a couple of the uh, volunteer guides and, and just get some more information on some of the, the curated areas and the exhibits. And it was just always so much fun. And we really greatly appreciate them always being so kind to us. And so definitely listen in and uh, you'll hear some of the reflections and thoughts of, uh, of our trip there. In fact, Lou and Sam, it was their first time and they give some of their own insights. So go ahead and uh, listen in. I'll catch you on the backside. So these are locals or regional folks or they have the... They're from all over. Okay. So People how far... Sometimes we get cars from out of state. Uh, we also get a lot of cars from a gentleman who's an Italian car collector. We don't have any of his right now. Okay. This is Orfield, Pennsylvania. These are a lot of these are pretty local. Now, what as far as the run of the of the exhibit? When did it start? When does it end? Do you know that? This gallery changes every six months. Okay. So these will be here until the end of April, beginning of May. Okay. Depends how quickly they can get them out okay. and bring the next exhibit in. So it'll, they'll be here, then they'll go. October will be the next changeover. Okay. Around that time of year. We had muscle cars, I think about a year ago, were the muscle cars. Yeah, and we were here in February of. Um, was it? 18 and I, or, no, no, 19. And it was Finn cars. Finn so like cars, the big yeah. Cadillac. Mm -hmm, and, yeah. Uh, I remember that they were so long they all but barely pushed this fit. Little, they even, barely these, fit. even these are long. Very yes, long cars. Yes, indeed. Not going to park them in any girl garage. No, indeed. Or try to parallel park them. No, I wouldn't want that. Because they're all. There's so much very more long. art on them then. Yeah. Know, like everything was like an art. Mm hmm. The last exhibit had all of the, the hood ornaments. And the kids used to get excited about that when they saw because mm -hmm. every car had a different hood ornament. Sure. And Which is taunts. You can't not. <laughs> this one's Baltimore, Maryland. Very nice. Okay. So you were mentioning, she was mentioning downstairs because I was asking about the restorative building across the yeah. way. Can you tell us a little bit about that one here, the, what you were telling me? Oh, the restorative. Okay. Um, that just opened, two, right? That just opened within the last six months. Yes. yes. There are two brothers that own that. It's a complete garage. They will restore any car that you want restored if you want to pay the price. It's $107 an hour. It takes about 1,000 hours, mm -hmm. at least, minimum, to what restore a car. What were you mentioning about the one Volvo but, that's over there but, now? Yeah, there is a Volvo there that's completely apart until they sometimes have to send for parts and you know, set out. Um, my last understanding is it could be there another three years until the car oh, is completely 
restored, and they will restore the cars only back to original factory specifications. Mm -hmm. you, they will not do modifications for you because right. they don't want to get into right. that. They want exactly as it came out of the factory initially, however many years ago. Um, their paint shop, you could eat off the floor. I mean, it's something to see. <laughs> it's, it's, it's immaculate. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that's part of your ticket price from here. Though. On two, I think Wednesdays and Fridays okay. in the afternoon, right. the ticket price will include... Is that when they, they open up to public then? They're very specific of when they open to mm -hmm. the... Okay. Right, just those two times when you... Yeah, yeah, it's an exciting showroom too to see what they have in the showroom, the cars that are on consignment. Okay. that people have given them. Sure. Some had, some they restored and then they go to the showroom from the person doesn't want to take it right away or others mm -hmm. they're just on consignment. Okay. Bring it in. Well, when you spend the kind Thousands of price of restoration, dollars. you would want a lot of people to see it before you took it away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. They have, uh, the staff has been with them for a while. They, they were elsewhere before they moved and bought this building and the staff has been with them. So they're very, they're very good. They have a very experienced, certified staff doing, okay. doing the work. Well, that's convenient and, and complimentary a, that they're right here by the museum. They have a library, well. do a lot of the research. They spend hours doing research on some of the, the cars that are there. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. So it's a complete resource center. That's really cool. We have a library here, too, that people come in to you know, check on, th look up things. Oh, research. I don't think I knew that either. No, I didn't yeah. I know that either. Where is that, on the first floor? Right like down the hall. Okay, all right. So like I said, there's other than, you know, this is mostly self-explanatory. Okay. Sometimes we have the cars and we get a big story of what, what this car has been through and who owned it and what they did. And it's really interesting, but these don't have those kinds of okay. stories. Well, maybe what we do if we take a, <coughs> we take a little bit, kind of go around and what have you, and, and we can find you and Dick if need be. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. This is just a sample of what happens when a car gets restored. Um, and that's what we always tell. It's very expensive to do it. And when we work with kids, we always tell them, do you work on crossword puzzles or jigsaw puzzles? You take a puzzle apart, you have to put it back together. So when you're restoring a car, it's like they take it all apart, label all the pieces, number them, have an, as an, a system for all that, so that when you are all finished, it looks like a car when you put it back together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we tell the kids. So it's all the stages, showing things all taken apart, everything placed individually. Labeled, identified, labeled, catalog, mm -hmm, yeah. All of it. Um, this is the old rusty... Rusty How it came car in, essentially, yeah. that um, people, some people just look at and run away from it's it. 35 they Nash Ambassador, yeah. They wouldn't bother doing anything with it. Right. And it's all rusty. And, and then across the, the way from it is the same car that's been restored. Yeah, it's beautiful. And all the chrome on the cars years ago. We don't see much chrome on the cars today. No, right. There's a lot of chrome on, on right. it. This is a local auto body shop, Supreme Auto Body, okay. still in existence. This takes you through the steps from rust to finish. Mm -hmm. All the steps that things have to go through to get it painted, the, the dipping and the stripping and sure. the, yeah. the chrome work of from course, rust to the replating to of all replating, that. Mm -hmm. Copper plating, all the, the wow. coatings. And the sewing machine. People always say, well, why is there a sewing machine in the, <laughs> in the shop? But if you're truly taking the car back to its original, and you're doing the upholstery, you've got to have the exact number of stitches per inch as in the original, oh and you have to go through the sewing yeah. and have, so that's why we have a sewing machine also. Wow. And then the finished product here is the wow. Nash, all refinished. That's great. Now across the street, they do this constantly. This is their job, mm -hmm. to get these restored. Excellent. This is an interesting car. This is a hearse. But the finish on this is totally different. It's these layers. 
If you look close, you can see see how the finish is oh, not yeah. metal like other. Yeah. These layers, you have your frame. It's almost like cotton, a fabric. Cotton fabric, and it is. It's a fabric from the finish. Oh Total finish. The three layers on that top of the wire like mesh. Something. Wow. So it's, if someone wants to know why there's a sliding window between the back and the front, we said, well, maybe the ghosts want to say something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the coffin's in there. We maybe, yeah. So that's our restoration center here. Just All right. An example. Oh. started out as a dump truck, a Mack dump truck. Mm -hmm. It was sent over to Europe during the World War I. And after the war, there was a glut of some of these trucks. The city of Baltimore bought them and converted some of them to fire trucks. So this went from drive truck train, to fire they, truck. With the chain drive, that's mm -hmm. unbelievable. That's neat that people can experience and it. And how it goes through the assembly line, so to speak, to get the packages in and out yeah. in a day. And that's clever. Hurry them in and out. Very cool. And then we try to show that it's not only trucks, but bicycles can do the job mm -hmm. by delivering things. Sure, courier, um, yeah lunches and business envelopes and packages and things. Cab of a Mack truck. Kids can sit in. Oh, that's fun. But the logo for Mack trucks is a bulldog. And that logo originated again from World War One when they sent those trucks over to the war effort. The people working with them said, these trucks work like a bulldog. And some? consequently, some uh, back then, okay. that All logo right. stuck, okay. and the Bulldog is still the logo for Mack nice. Trucks. Tough, tried, and true. These are all Macs. Mack Trucks. Coal truck. I was delivering coal. Wow. The chute that went down the back. That makes sense, yeah. Up and down. Yeah, just pull right up. And... That's a, a replica of a old garage. In fact, one of the, the guys that used to work on our car years ago died, and everything from his garage was donated to the museum. Uh, okay. So okay. the things are in there. Wow, so it really is so But if, when you get to see it, it is, and unlike the garages today, because everything's so technical and computerized, garages aren't like that anymore. No, you had to have that. You have a totally different perspective inside the garage. Knowledge, savvy, and yeah. yeah. For sure. So I don't know if there's anything you want to know about the coal truck. Um, well, like anything that you know about. I mean, with the, obviously the chute, so you make residential yeah, the, deliveries. The, and the dump, the back goes up as a dump truck. Mm -hmm. The chute goes down into the window in the person's basement. Right. And dumps the coal into the, what they call the coal bin. Right. And um, he came in the wintertime, and he wasn't very protected from the elements because there's Not at pretty all. much in, in this cab of this truck, it's all open. And that's when he delivered the coal that during the cold. frigid months in of the February. winter. Yeah. You name it, Mac has a logo on it. <laughs> that's, that's good branding. <laughs> it, is, it is. This again, one of the huge, hugeness of the trucks in the war effort or in um, building roads, what it can carry and haul everything. And again, pretty airy. Sure. Sure was. No windows in the truck, mm -mm. but they were powerful trucks. Building the highway system. How about that? The chain drive. Oil the chain daily. They've got mm -hmm. a big reminder on there. Yeah, get your oil can out. Uh -huh. The um, Pennsylvania Turnpike was the forerunner of our interstate highway system. Like, like before the whole Eisenhower? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. During that period of time, during the 50s. Yep. Wow. 
and Impressive. The, the trucks were a big part of that construction. Wow. I like this statistic Calling here. All of it. In 1919, it took an army convoy 62 days to drive from D.C. to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is truly a truck. Yeah, you can get there much quicker. <laughs> this Arbogast and Bastion truck, if, I don't know if you're familiar with this area, it was probably before your time. Where we're standing was Arbogast and Bastion meatpacking and processing plant. That's the original brick building, correct? The office. Mm -hmm. oh, I see. The office okay. is part of the original. All the rest of this was added on. Mm -hmm. But this, so this is a tribute to Arbogast oh, and really Bastion nice. by with their, their meatpacking trucks. Okay. And, Great. and the Mack brothers, who started Mack Trucks, started in New York, in Brooklyn, making carriages. And um, then in the early 1900s, they moved, and then a bus. Somebody approached them, could they make a bus when we start, started having um, internal combustion engines and things. Mm -hmm. So they made a bus, moved, out, moved this area, and started the trucking business. Nice. So Mack Trucks still has a home in McCungee. Yes. They were in Allentown, then they moved down to... Um, Hmm. South Carolina. I can't think of the name. Win Win Wells Winsboro, or and now they're back in McCungee. Okay. Making trucks. That's pretty cool. And now I know they're associated with Volvo trucks too. Volvo, Volvo. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Ford is associated with Volvo cars. The Ford, yeah. yeah oh, they're it's all amazing. kind of intertwined. It's like an amalgamation now. They're so. all intertwined. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's another huge Mac. Um, oh, right here. Yeah. Yeah, just for the size of it, I and mean, it's. How big it is. No kids coming till the tires are bigger than the kids. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I like the fact just the interactivity with the kids. That's mm -hmm. big stuff to sit in the, in they the like cab. like to sit in the cab of the For sure. Truck. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. And then we have a Oops. campsite. <laughs> Not quite like that's campsites it, yeah. today. Right. This is really roughing it. They, then of course we have talked about the garage and how mm -hmm. different it is from garages today. Wow. And then this is another for kids. We have a little race car. This is actually considered a motorcycle. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a. Uh, kids think it's an airplane. Mm -hmm. It's a motorcycle. A professor at Lehigh University built it, and he scrunched it down in there and he took it out to Utah in the salt flats. Oh yeah. Fat. Flats, he can get up to 133 miles an hour. That's I think fast it is enough. that he gets it out there. Wow. So everybody says they get claustrophobia sitting in it. I can see that. Climbing and getting that top up and getting in there. Sure. You're in a capsule. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Wow. 133 would feel pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you recommend? Well, let's go to the other the okay. other gallery. It has okay. things from um, the carriage with horse drawn up to the modern day. Okay. So, All right. Um, Racing bikes, motorbikes, through the ages. Yep, finding and, ways to go fast. And then the pedal cars. Um, and little kids' cars back in the 30s and 40s, unlike little kids' cars today, which mm. are all battery and electronic. Mm. These are the pedal cars that have been restored mm. with the steering wheel on the passenger side. This is um, before we got and what? in there. People have asked, do you know why? Is it because of... Because it's modeled after European cars. Okay. This, this is, could be considered the earliest car, but it's not. There's a story with this one. These are Nagy brothers, built this car a few blocks from here, back in the late 1800s. They did it as a hobby. They just wanted to make something that would not, that didn't need a horse, 
and something that you didn't have to crank start, something that had its own combustion system so you could get it started. And they would drive it from here to Coopersburg and back. It went very slow. They built a couple of these. This one was in a fire and it was rescued. However, they never intended to patent the car, so which was kind of a downfall because the same time they were doing this, Damler over in Germany mm. was building cars, got a patent for it. So he's really credited with having the right. first car where yeah. the Nagy brothers in Allentown yeah. could have been the ones uh, to have the first There are a lot of automobile. stories like that, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's very interesting. You can see where the burn oh, these. Sure. That was a remake tire. This one uh, was made for farms, farmers with the thin wheels that could go through the ruts and the fields mm. and everything. And that's um, also the steering wheel still on the passenger side. Yes. Um, wow. This is called Depot Hack. It would take people back and forth to the train station. It's like a forerunner of the st Woody station wagon. That's where you get the, the wagon the station wagon. Get, yeah. Right? Uh, it's Model T, actually. And this is an electric car from 1922. So we're today we still are debating electric versus gas versus everything else. But this was an electric car. And the back was the, the batteries in the back. Wow. And um, has a T-bar steering doesn't mm. have a steering wheel, it's T-bar. Isn't um, that something? No windshield wipers, the window slants front during the rain so the water uh, okay. can run off. That makes sense, yeah. Physicians and ladies particularly favored this car. Okay. Because <laughs> the ladies didn't have to crank it, they could get in, yeah. they could start it, and they could... Interesting. Wow. And then we have a steam-powered Stanley steamer which has a gas tank to heat the water so that the water creates the steam so it can go down the roads. And uh, when you run out of steam, you've run out. Sure, right, <laughs> right, you're done. You're done. This small car was made during the 70s electric car when there was the gas crunch back in the 1970s. Um, people waited in line forever to get gasoline and when the time you got to the pump there was no more gas left mm -hmm. and you had to go find mm -hmm. somewhere else. So they made this little one but it didn't take off. Okay. It's, it's very small. That's great. We have the Indian motorcycles. Mm-hmm. The car with the rumble seat. Yeah, Model A, yeah. It's beautiful. And that is a lovely one. And then the Prius, modern day. Ah, yes. We got the Prius and a hydrogen car. Okay. Um, which they're still, you know, in research and haven't come too far with the hydrogen. Right, right. This is a stealth trike, a uh, reverse of a regular tricycle, two wheels in the front, one in the back. It's called a stealth trike. That's made. slick. Yeah, it is slick. Wow. Not going to go down too many streets. No. The size of it. No. It's kind of like a diamond in a rough. Uh -huh. I mean, we have a lot of people in Allentown who don't even know we're here. Hmm. And, uh, but once people come, they just kind of fall in love with the place because there's always something new every six months. Something, sure. something changes. But uh, it, it's for anybody who old an old car or is in old cars or even new cars, uh, this is the place to be. Okay. Anybody that's interested in trains, <laughs> from Thanksgiving till the New Year, every year we have train exhibits <clears throat> okay. within the museum. Okay. In fact, there's one in the corner of this particular gallery, and then okay. upstairs there's a whole big room that um, the garden train people. Yeah, Valley. 
Garden Railroad. Garden Railroads come in. Okay. They set up a huge mm. train okay. train display. Um, Excellent. That kids love. Big to. scale. Big, I mean, yeah, okay. it's garden, big. It's garden scale. Sure, sure, yeah. 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 Well, that's and good I to know. know. Thank so. you for And in that. the another room, it's the, they put up a whole big platform all made out of Legos. Lego oh, train yeah, and all, the whole Lego city. I mean, it's huge. Cool. It's huge. But it's something interesting to see in addition to cars for, for kids. A lot of brings fun. Brings them into the Okay. All right. So, well, and there's a lot of different activities throughout the year. We have a bulldog contest. Like we talked about the Mac yeah, Bulldog. Yeah. Well, in May of every year, you can sign up. If you have a bulldog, sign up your dog. And there's a contest. We had 22 dogs last year, I think. Mm. People came with the, and then had them dressed up. And then they vote on the okay the nicest bulldog. Summer camp for kids. Summer camp for kids. Oh, also. nice. In so July. they come here during the day, then? In July. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's various activities throughout, well, that's the, definitely, throughout the year that, okay. to promote the... Well, I definitely will be talking to Linda before we leave and have her tell us what's upcoming and, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Well, Charlotte, Dick, thank you so okay. very much. All right. Thank really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope it's been helpful. You. Of course know. it was. Of course. <laughs> thank you very, Thanks. very much. All right. The full team of Cars of Carlisle is here in the... I guess it's what? The library? You're on the second it floor at the American on Wheels? Mm-hmm. So um, we are all, we'll just go around the room. Darren? Scott? Lou? Sam? And yep, we're all here. So your full Cars of Carlisle uh, main team is here, and we are just at wrapping up our day at the museum. First of all, uh, Lou, you haven't been here. Sam, you haven't been here. Any, what are your initial thoughts on just the museum itself? Oh, it was awesome to walk through it. Um, I know our favorite exhibit, because Lou and I walked through together, was the restoration exhibit, where they took it from essentially having, you know, base parts with the old heavy patina rusted out frame show you the whole process all the way through to a brand new car that was pretty cool to look at Mm -hmm. i thought it was kind of unique too that there's a blend of fully restored perfect examples of a 31 model a but there's also unrestored original paint 1940 plymouths Mm -hmm. um, which you don't get in a lot of different museums most of it's just museum quality but that was pretty cool yeah and that's what i think charlotte was saying about the one that's out here that uh that the owner didn't want it restored at all. He wanted it kept as that's yeah. on consignment mm-hmm. here cool. for that period of time and stuff. What's the old saying? It's only original one time. Yep, that's right. You can never get it back. And right now that's where the money is. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. Scott, how about your second visit? What'd you think? Oh, I liked it just as well as the first one. Anything yeah, stand out? Or? I hopped back in the Mack truck like a kid. You know, well, yeah. It was all fun. <laughs> there did was you? a line I wanted to get in it. I, was <laughs> like, I, just I thought of Sam. Did you notice down by the, uh, like the bookstore, the museum you know, gift shop, you go in there and they actually have a, a little shop for kids and it's all where you can like pretend you're we're changing the oil and putting a tire on wheel no we didn't make like it that. down there because we spent 90 percent of our time in that restoration yeah. thing and then tried <laughs> to burn through the rest because one of the uh, employees came in was just talking to us about everything about cars so we just <laughs> yeah, we were, were like oh with, we need to go you were off with else. dick like half the day so yeah you know he's my buddy we were talking yeah. about we had know. charlotte for the rest Volkswagens of our time, so. it was great it was good well, I think I really want to say a big thank you uh, to Linda Merkel. She, as the executive director, has been such a good fan of all of us, our, our Cars of Carlisle podcast. And she graciously uh, allowed us to be her guests here today. Uh, and the fact uh, that there's great things coming up. We've got the Hudson display coming up, and she's uh, really working hard on all of that. And the volunteers are knowledgeable. They're always friendly, and they give them themselves and their time. What I was really impressed with is Linda Merkel being a former educator she has put a lot of her, infused her personality and her, her leadership into this in the sense that as you come in, there are displays that engage a three-year-old or a 103-year-old and that no matter your age, it's hands-on, it's very interactive, and you feel very much a part of this museum. And I think it's, it's actually a, a real, uh, real diamond for Allentown and the greater 
greater area here in Lehigh Valley. It's a great place. Yeah, there's a lot to do and how to learn it. And uh, that's why I said the Mack truck. Some kid broke the whole thing. I couldn't. I got to sit in it, but there was nothing to do. This big kid's pretty disappointed. <laughs> and I think too, with the partnership, it would be with the restoration shop across the mm-hmm. street. Yeah, I'm really excited. There's, there's yes. going to be double the the foot space to walk around and do stuff, but also to see a whole different aspect of it. Well, Wednesdays and Fridays, I mean, Linda was saying that at 1 p.m., your ticket, your mission ticket here gets you in over there. Yeah, we'll need to make a trip up here for yeah. that. I would love to I think we, we'll just, that. we'll come with you because I'd love to be part of that. And she Charlotte said, was talking about that some mm-hmm. too, telling about, like, the cost per hour. and, and Right, there's a Volvo in there now that's going to be, it's been there a year, it'll be here another three years with total restoration costs probably exceeding, getting close to $450,000. Crazy. So, yeah. And Sam, you're saying so about you guys spending so much time in the restoration room here. This might be my ignorance with it but i didn't realize too when they do full restorations even the upholstery like it's down to the Stitch same amount of stitches i didn't know that stitches no per idea. inch yeah especially if you're going for you know a true show car you've got to adhere to like whatever standard was at that time so you know it was cool because they had in there that cloth covered hearst mm-hmm. which i've never seen that i mean that was pretty cool oh, but the fabric extra, no the paint like no, instead the of paint the fabric extra yeah, was yeah. yeah so it was like a steel mesh and then a wool and then um like two more layers and then a fabric exterior when you look at it you think it's peeled paint but it it's actually like a fab- yeah. yeah so the one guy came in and was talking to us all about it i'd never seen anything like that you mm-hmm. know we fiberglass metal. I we got too. his permission. Yeah, we were allowed we to did? touch it. Yeah, we touched it. It says there are cameras everywhere to make sure that you go by that. It specifically Which, said don't touch, but we did. The cameras are I there may for have people done like that. us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything that just your closing comments? No, but I mean even for anybody the the one thing too, everybody can come down here. Kids, men, women, I'm not just excluding it or making it just for women, but they have a whole purse display now uh, of a woman that she had a collection and she has so much here that deals with cars and car related issues so i'll have a picture out on instagram of that but it's for everybody so come down and check it out definitely doable in you know half a day uh but it's great great environment great people everyone's really accommodating and welcoming so stop down it's great sam uh to scott's point about the inclusivity uh there are a bunch of like interactive little displays that you can learn about stuff we were playing with the one at the garage um, like basics of how an engine works tells you about like compression and stuff like that there's stuff for the kids like buttons that'll you know you can press and then it'll light stuff up to teach you different stuff so it's not just for people you know who understand and know cars but there is stuff that you know little kids can get involved to yeah, yeah so, Lou, what do you think your reflection I think outside of just the cars because it's obviously a car museum every exhibit in some way one way or another tied into Allentown's history or the Lehigh Valley like Mac history, Mack Trucks. Yeah. There's a, they have the whole alternative delivery of vehicle, whether it's hydrogen, gas, electric. Uh, they have an entire exhibit, and there is a car that was built in Allentown in 1891 that rivaled that, a, a horse. Well, it was buggy. quite possibly the first. So Charlotte was telling me that might have been the first uh, mm. car, actual like car that was built. Um, but the guys who were building it were building it as like a hobbyist kind of thing, mm-hmm. didn't patent it. So Daimler was mm-hmm. also working on something, patented it. Mm. Years later, that's credited as the sure. first car. However, that was built, you know, probably 10 years earlier. And then car got destroyed in a fire. Um, so it's kind of a husk of what it was, but it is pretty cool to look at that mm-hmm. little exhibit they have down there. Right. And a lot of the cars are local vehicles that are on loan or owned by the museum that have been around since... What about that local professor that built that essentially encapsulated motorcycle that did 133 at Bonneville? But that was just, again, because it was a local um, local science professor. He did this on his right. own, took mm-hmm. it out to Salt Lake, you know, ran it. 
so they have it featured here. And I, I think you bring a good point, Lou, that they try and do some things that are indigenous to this valley. We're not even locally like Mac. Mac has their own museum, but they have, right. mm-hmm. you know, they have. Macon- the- I think Macunji. And I, one of the things that I was impressed with is that they opened their doors in April of 2008, and some of the, the folks that have been through here, like Dennis Gage, Mario Andretti, well, the Andrettis are uh, near Nazareth. I mean, right. so it's, it's, it's kind of neat that there's some Pennsylvania history and some big names uh, For sure. that uh, recognize and come here and support. So I'll just close and say to Linda and, and to the entire team and staff, we are so glad that you're friends of our show and we are big fans of you. So thank you so much. Welcome back to Studio A here in Carlisle. Hope you had a great time with us at the America on Wheels Museum. If you haven't had a chance, please uh, make, a, make a point to make a road trip or a, a weekend trip there, if, depending on how far you live from it. Really a great place and they put so much into their exhibits and to what they do. And, very very welcoming and and just great hosts so be sure to check them out and uh, always uh, recommend them as a a great place to visit as a car enthusiast really enjoy your time there so i want to say thank you for always continuing to be supportive of the show thank you for your rating and reviews and and just positively being behind us we're going to continue to give our very best to you 100 percent is all that we know to do so thank you for being here, and we'll see you next week. Be sure to subscribe so that we are automatically in your queue next Tuesday night. And for now, I'll simply say drive well, be well, take care.